by Hogwarts, a Harry Potter podcast made by kids for kids. I'm Daisy. And I'm Vaughn. And um, today we're talking about chapter 28 of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, the madness of Mr. Crouch. So we're we're, we're throwing it back a little bit today because we're using only one mic. It's so bad. Okay, I remember when we used to do this. I feel like it was the beginning of this year. And it was before I moved into this room. And we were recording on, like, an ironing stand. Because <laughs> it was the only, like, I couldn't think of another table to use. And I wanted to be in someone's room so it was more quiet. So we recorded on an ironing stand in my room. We used one mic at one point because I couldn't figure out how to make two mics work. We fixed it now. Now we're on, like, a nice a desk, a sturdy desk. It's a very my, sturdy desk. In my new room, and it's just, it's all good, guys. So That's why today we're testing the sturdiness of this desk with a hammer. That's exactly. That's our analysis, so stay tuned for that. But, yeah, so we're using one mic, so if the audio isn't as great and, like, you have to constantly turn it up and then turn it down because we're screaming in your ear at one point, but then whispering at one point, I apologize. Maybe don't listen with headphones if that's the case. <laughs> but do we apologize? No. 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 We, no. 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 <laughs> okay. Okay, but um, before we start, do you want to talk about Christmas really quickly? Because this is the first episode to come out since Christmas, and I'm, you know, it was a Christmas. It was a Christmas. <laughs> Indeed. What was your favorite? Okay, so Vaughn, I don't know if you like remember, but of what you got, what did you get? That was Harry Potter. What did I get that was Harry Potter? I don't I don't I don't quite recall. Oh, I got Ravenclaw pajama pants. But yeah. Okay. I got Vaughn actually got me a Hagrid Funko Pop, the one that's like bigger than the normal size, and he's holding his umbrella. And I got some also some Harry Potter pajama pants, and they have the Deathly Hallows on them and are green. And they have like the Deathly Hallows has like flowers on it, which is really pretty. Vaughn, how did you think of getting me that Funko Pop? Were you just like, I don't know. Because I, I saw it before. I know, I know you like Harry Potter. I know you like Funko Pops. And I thought the Haggard one would look good. Okay, cool. Yeah, it does. It's really cool. And then, unrelated to Harry Potter, I also got Queen Elizabeth II's Funko Pop. And her, it comes with a little Corgi Funko Pop. So, I just think it's so adorable. You're a traitor to the American people. <laughs> It's literally so, so adorable. And then what else did you get, Vaughn? Like, what's another thing that you bought where you were like, I wasn't expecting it, but it was really great? Uh, so, my sister Daisy got me- My a- sister? Did you have to specify <laughs> it? I don't know why I said that, but, um, she got me a plushie, a YouTube plushie of this guy named Jay Schlatt, and so his character on YouTube is, like, a, a goat, ram, a, ram, a goat, yeah. and she got me a really good plushie of him. It's whatever. like a summer one, and it has like a floaty on and some glasses, and it has like a popsicle in its mouth, and I just thought it was so cute. So yeah, I got that for Vaughn. What else did you get, Vaughn? Um, I got a D&D book. Uh, Vaughn likes D&D. I got a display. It's like a metal, it's like a metal sheet. Uh, it's, it's like, like a, a metal, poster. it's like a metal plate um, that you attach to a magnet on your wall, and yeah, I just... Yeah, basically, like, a poster. That was really cool. Like, you opened that, and I was like, whoa, that is awesome. Because it's, like, it looks all, like, I don't know how to describe how it looks. It's metal. Yeah, but the design, I mean. It's Boba Fett, 
or something like that. No, right? it's, it's not. Storm, it's like one at of all. those red stormtroopers. It's not a stormtrooper. Who is it? It's it's a toy Darian guard or Raydorian guard. Okay. Like something like that. Okay. It's red though, right? Yeah. Those red things? Okay, I know what those are. Those red things. I got this like really fancy cart. I'm really excited about this because this is like just exactly identical to the one I used to hold my PlayStation. Except exactly, exactly. So I got normally we have a blue cart for our living room where we have like Vaughn's PlayStation, but I wanted one because I don't have enough room on my shelves for all of my books, and I want to save room on my shelves for like jewelry and stuff like that. So I have this cart where it has three different tiers, and. The second tier is just loaded down with books. I mean, look how many books are in there. And you got a candle. On the- and I got a candle in there. Candle and two, tier- and two tiers. The bottom level is holds my most exciting Christmas gifts. Like what? I got my Princess Diana biography, my Princess Margaret biography, <laughs> and my Queen Elizabeth II A Life in Pictures <laughs> book. And it's it's so it's so great. So that's, like, I'm really excited to read those. I haven't started them yet, but I'm going to soon. And then the top layer has a couple candles, like a book, a notebook, a planner, my Kindle, a couple, um, like my glasses, and just random stuff like that. Isn't it cool, Vaughn? Yes, very cool. It was a nice Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something it that, was a Christmas. Something that we do on Christmas that I think is really fun is our grandparents. So we open presents with our parents first, which is so fun. And then our grandparents come and we do breakfast with them. And they bring breakfast to our house. Um, and they make the best breakfast. The best Christmas breakfast. Like, it was so good. I can't even. It was like eating dinner with, at the Weasleys, you know? The like, Weaselbees. The Weaselbees. The, wait, what is it that? Oh, the Wheezies. That, that's Dobby. Yeah. The, Weaselbee is a crouch. Oh, it is. Okay. Where he goes, purse. Doesn't he call him Percy Weaselby or something? Yeah. He okay. refers to Percy as Weaselby. We should probably start the chapter. I actually thought this was a good chapter. I'm not going to ask Vaughn's thoughts on this chapter. Because- well- no! <laughs> no! Wait, first sentence. Harry, Ron, and Hermione went up to the Owlery after breakfast on Sunday to send a letter to Percy asking, as, <laughs> as Sirius had suggested, whether he had seen Mr. Crouch lately. They okay, but imagine being Percy and getting this letter and just feeling so like happy that someone cares about you. <laughs> well, in my <laughs> in my part of the chapter, he doesn't want them to to call to to, uh, to mail him back again. Oh, really? Yeah, they don't want him to send him letters anymore. Oh. Like, well, I would have thought is that Percy would have been like flattered and would have sent them paragraphs or pages of responses just to like flex. Just to be like, yo, like, I got this really great job. I graduated. I am better than you guys, even though you're Harry Potter. <laughs> they then went to the kitchen to kitchens to give Dobby his new socks. Dobby cried, and Harry told him that he saved his life with the gillyweed. Ron asked for extra food. Um, he asked for extra food, but then he was also like, do you have any for snuffles? But, you know, Ron likes food, so... Um, Hermione asked where Winky was. They saw Winky sitting on a stool, looking unclean and holding butterbeer. Vaughn, did you ever notice exactly how much Ron eats? Like, I feel like I never noticed that part of the series. And I, and people talk about it, and I was just like, what? Like, he doesn't eat. As far as, it just, like, didn't go through my mind that he eats a lot. It didn't go through my mind either. But you think by now he'd be a little bit 
round it out. Chonky? Well, he isn't the cursed child, but he is a teenager. His metabolism he, He's a fat is, uncle. His metabolism is really high. So, but um, I I remember one time we were doing a Harry Potter rewatch, and our you know our parents were watching it with us. And just one day, I think we were eating dinner or something, and we were talking about Harry Potter. And in referring to Ron, our dad just goes, you know the one that eats a lot? And I'm just like... No, he doesn't. Yes, he said that. I don't remember I that. He, he might not have been there, but he said that. And I'm just, I just remember being like, Ron? And I know that there's this one scene where Ron or Hermione's like, Ron, where's Hermione? Or where's Harry at? And Ron's just eating, like, sausage or something. And she's like, do you ever stop eating? And she's smacking him with a newspaper. That's the scene. Yeah. Dobby said that she was drinking six bottles of butter beer a day, which is very strong for a house elf. She explained, or he explained, that Winky was pining for her old job. Maybe, (laughs) I can't speak today. Winky, weemy, me, me, me. Winky became upset when Harry asked what Crotch might be up to because he was said to be sick. She said that Mr. Crotch was trusting her with a secret. Which is like, why would you tell someone... Telling someone that you have a secret that you can't tell them makes them want to know. I know, right? It's like, you're never going to be able to live without telling them that secret now. Because all they're going to do is ask. So, there you go. There's my advice for today. Don't tell people that you have a secret because all they're going to want to do is know it. Hermione asked why they didn't try to cheer her up. And House Elf told her that Winky had no right to be upset when there was work to be done. Hermione began to tell them that they didn't all need to work. And a house elf gave food, gave Harry the food for Snuffles, told them goodbye, and forced them out. Because I think they're, like, offended by Hermione telling them that they don't need to all work. I know, right? What do you think about, like, the whole... Like, Harry and Ron should just go there alone at that point. Yeah. We, notoriously, on this podcast, talk a lot of trash about Hermione. Because Hermione is... (laughs) (laughs) I don't not like Hermione like I think she's she's good in certain circumstances like I like when she was very smart and figures out stuff really easily I like that aspect of Hermione I don't like the SPEW aspect of Hermione because yeah she's just completely ignorant at that factor she's of those I think I think I think there's certain parts that she has like a point at for the house elves thing but then at certain points of course they shouldn't be beaten but but there's certain points where it's like, yeah, but they, if they want, want they to, like work, to work. If they want to work, let them work. It's like their purpose. If they want money, then they will get them it themselves. Help the exactly. ones that want to make money. Don't help the ones that want to work. And the ones at Hogwarts, it's not like they don't have opportunities to not work or they don't have opportunities to get pay like Dobby does. Because Dobby did it, so any of them could do it. They just don't want to. Yeah, the elves are them- all fed well and treated well. Especially at Hogwarts. Not not the Malfoys, but... Yeah, of course, at Hogwarts. Because but... Dumbledore knows what he's doing. Okay. Uh, where Ron? Oh, Ron was upset because now the elves wouldn't like them to come anymore. The rest of the day was irritable, and Harry took the food to the owlery by himself that night. He sent Pigwidgeon and two other owls to Sirius. Harry didn't want to go back to listen to Hermione and Ron argue, so he watched... From the tower, Hagrid dig a vegetable patch until it was too dark to see anymore. So he's kind of spying just a little bit. He's just sitting there. 
I imagined for hours at this tower, just in the same exact position, oh, watching my magical, my magic, my, my magical, magical father, like no, my magical creatures dig a trench. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the next morning, everyone's mood was back to normal, and when the mail came, Hermione received several letters from angry fans of Harry Potter. One read, "You are a wicked girl. Harry Potter deserves better. Go back where you came from, Muggle." One letter contained undiluted bobo tuber pus. What is boob bobo <laughs> bo- bobo tuber pus? Bobo boobo bobo tuber pus. Of course, we know what that is. Wait, remember? Remember? There's this one chapter when they're 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 taking the bobo tuber pus out of something. Remember, there is a chapter about this. I don't remember. Okay, well there is, but it's like. A pus, right? You know? Hermione's hands become covered in boils, and she ran to the hospital wing. Ron said that he warned her not to annoy Rita Skeeter. Hermione didn't show up for the next two lessons, and Harry and Ron headed to Care of Magical Creatures, and Hagrid was standing outside with a crate of Nifflers. They were tre- they were treasured. To- oh, <laughs> you took forever. You just paused for forever. I was I like, just, I was like, it was my this, turn. I was like, is there something we can talk about right here? I was like, I had to process what I had sorry, to sorry. I sorry. I just like like you paused and I assumed like wait. Nifflers are adorable. Hold on. Our mom really likes. Well, them. they are a creature, right? Okay, don't say that. Don't. <laughs> Nifflers are all right. I, okay. They've been like they're like um they're overgrown platypuses. Exactly. Also, I really like that scene in Fantastic Beasts where in they're where they're in the bank, and he goes to the vault. Okay, and it that? somehow worms its way through that tiny crack just to get into the vault. Exactly. Okay, like, wait. You know where that part? You know that part in Fantastic Beasts where I think Newt catches it and it just stands there, and it starts like empty. I forget what happens, but I think it just it starts, starts so- stuffing something inside of it, exactly. and then it just, then it all yeah, empties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's shaking him, and it's all coming out of, like, his fur. That's so funny. I love, I love Fantastic Beasts. Uh, Harry picked, wait, no, they were treasure-detecting animals, and Hagrid had buried gold coins for them to find. There is a prize for whoever picks the Niffler that digs up the most. Harry picked one up, and it sniffed his ear. Hagrid asked where Hermione was, and Harry said that they would explain later. They began... Um, they picked their nifflers, right, and the nifflers dived in and out of the patch of earth like it was water and spit gold into the hands of their students. Ron's was very fast, and he soon had many coins, which is kind of ironic. Why is that ironic? Because Ron becomes the richest student in leprechaun gold, but he's actually, like, the poorest student. <laughs> it's a little bit ironic. I mean, depend really... It's chance, so I wouldn't say that's ironic, but... That's true. Hermione returned with bandaged hands, and they counted their coins up. Ron won and received a slab of Honeyduke's chocolate as a prize. A slab? How big is a slab? I wonder if Hagrid, like, already had this chocolate, and he just went in and used his I've been having this for like, nine years. And, like, grossly, like, took his whole hand and just <laughs> ripped it apart. It was like, here you go. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just imagined this. So there was a massive slab of Honeydukes chocolate in Hagrid's home. Then Hagrid takes his massive sweaty, hairy hand that is now that, no, that is covered in that was that is somewhat bloody and slimy, and then he just tears apart the chocolate. 
and hands refuse to roll in. I don't understand. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean exactly what you just said. He tears apart the slab? Why doesn't he just give him the whole slab? Because it says a slab. Because what is a slab of honey Hugh's chocolate? How do they sell it in bricks? <laughs> a slab is much larger than a brick. Why would he need to tear anything apart to get no, into a slab? I, because if it's a slab, I think of a slab like, like if I have a slab, like a of, if I have a slab of bread. <laughs> I don't know what a slab of bread is, okay, no, no, but okay. Let's take a, a better one. A slab of cheese. What's a slab of cheese? Or, do you mean like a no, wheel no, of cheese? No, listen. I have a brick of cheese. Okay? A brick of cheese? A what cheese, is a brick of- A roll of cheese. I've never heard of a brick of cheese. <laughs> a roll of cheese. A roll. And I give someone a slab. That uh, would tip- that A would, slab That would cheese? be like half of the brick roll of cheese. No, a slab is like- uh, no, a roll is like circular, and a slab is like square, and, <laughs> and this is with the slot, and they would be around the same size. No, but the way you summed it up with how he does it, <laughs> that's terrifying. The sweaty hand. <laughs> they just fall. while Hagrid is just tearing apart the chocolate. You focus in on his face, you're just profoundly <laughs> sweating, his veins bulging out. <laughs> It is, it, it's like, oh my god. It's like Haggard is a terrifying <laughs> monster that is tearing apart the chocolate. His face is really red and he's all like, his veins popping. That Haggard, is a t- Haggard is a terrifying monster giving ch- candy to children. Oh my gosh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that, that's exactly how that happens. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> Hermione told Haggard about the letters after the lesson and Haggard said that he had gotten letters like that too. He said that those people were just nutters. The gold that Hagrid had used disappeared. It was leprechaun gold. Ron became upset because he thought that he had paid Harry back after the Quidditch World Cup, but the money just vanished. I don't even know how he remembers any of this. Like, okay, you know, whatever. Harry said that he didn't notice that it was missing, and Ron said that it must be nice to have enough money that you don't notice when you lose some. And he also said that he hates being poor. That's probably really awkward for Hermione and Harry. I know, right? But I still don't like Harry and Hermione in the aspect of, like, they don't help Ron out. They don't help. Because, oh, okay, hold on. I'm about to, um, hold on. So, you know how for the Yule Ball, Ron's robes sucked? Like, they sucked. Um, I think that what Harry should have done is- Go to Togsmead. No, he should have mail-ordered Ron some. Or- when they're at the Quidditch World Cup, he buys him the ocular thing yeah. that watches you, lets you watch the game and replay. He tells Ron not to ask for a birthday for a Christmas present. Yeah, it's like really, you know, he's poor. Just, oh, it's all right. That's true. Yeah. It's all right if you help your and friend Harry out has, with something. Harry has more money than he needs. So. Harry's got a fortune. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. <laughs> Hermione continued receiving hate mail, and now everyone knew about the supposed Harry-Hermione-Victor love triangle. (gasps) Hermione said that she wanted to know how Skeeter was listening to private conversations. Hermione obsessed over finding out how Skeeter was managing it as they continued to attempt to finish all of their homework. Harry continued to send letters to Sirius, telling him that nothing else had happened. Hagrid... (laughs) Hagrid... (laughs) 
Hedwig only returned after the Easter holidays. Hegwid. New name. She returned with three massive bags filled with toffee and Percy's letter. Hermione's egg was extremely small. And they don't explain why, but why. Wait, can you... What what egg? What does that mean? The, the, Miss Weasley made three eggs. Two oh, of the no, su- no, no. It's because she's, she's mad. Because Hermione was mean to Harry. And, the, and she read the newspaper. She read the Daily Prophet, where it was all claiming that, like... They don't she, explain that, that, though. That Hermione was cheating on Harry. Of course they do. That's how I know it. But they she read the Daily Prophet, and she's all like, I love Harry. Harry's like my son. I hate Hermione. And she sends her the small... Uh, they don't explain that. That's, so that like, couldn't... that's that's personal, because here's the thing. She could have just not it's nothing, sent... It's not business. She could have just, personal. She could have just not sent Hermione a toffee egg. But what she did was she sent Harry and Ron proportionally bigger toffee eggs than Hermione's, showing that she has a grudge rather than just thinking she forgot. It's perfect. It's all brilliantly coming together. It's ingenious. It's ingenious. Percy's letter said that he had been telling the prophet that he had been receiving weekly letters from Crouch, but he had no actual in-person contact with them. Until now, Harry had no idea what the next, next task would be, but one day McGonagall held him back after class. She told him to go to, to go to the Quidditch, Quidditch Stadium that night, and Bagman would inform him, would inform the champions on the next. I task. can't believe we're already to the third task. I know. Like, this is kind of like we're we're getting there, guys. Harry walked there with Cedric, and the field was a huge maze of hedges. So is he friends with Cedric now? Question mark. Are they? Are they? Are they? They went to the center where they found Bagman. <laughs> well, Daisy, what are you doing? I don't understand. Oh my gosh. What is this? I got this thing on my stocking where it cleans screens. And I was just I like, ha- oh, I have it too. But I was like, doing it in the middle <laughs> of my notes. I was like, yeah, my mom, mom's recording on Take the Opportunity to, to just clean the screen. Go on. They Go went on. to the center where they found Bagman, Fleur, and Crumb. Bagman said that at the center of the maze would be the Trouser Cup, and whoever touched it first would win. Throughout the maze would be spells and creatures, and the champions in le- leading in points would go first. That would really Harry scare me, Cedric. because it's at night. There's <laughs> magical creatures that I've never seen before. That would, I would, I would. Well, we don't know about never seen before. I would dip out. Like, I would just. Dip out? It's 21st, 20th century words that you hurt We're my brain. 21st century, actually. 21st century words uh, hurt my brain. No, like, you know what Florida does? Like, she basically just lets herself go. That's I would do. Especially, like, with something as easy as the, uh, the, what's it called? The vines. Yeah. The vines. All right, go on, Vine, go on. The vines, uh, <laughs> wait. Uh, do you mean actual, like, maze vines? Or, like, yeah. vines as in the internet thing? Vines as in the internet thing. She just wants it. I'm so confused. But, okay, we're gonna keep going. Bagman said that they got all her back to the castle. And why couldn't they have been told this in the castle? <laughs> they purely came down here just to see the hedges. The hedges. There was no point too, to this. Didn't they just put the hedges on the Quidditch pitch? Right. They do. Yeah. I don't know why. It's like let's bring them out into the freezing cold and they can for uh... for five minutes <laughs> to look at these hedges. Yeah. For for five minutes. Yeah. Uh, Bagman started walking beside Harry, and Harry thought he was gonna offer help again, but Crumb tapped Harry's shoulder. Imagine, bro, imagine just walking and a teacher casually comes up and taps your shoulder. No, Crumb did. Oh, Crumb. That's still weird. To stop him. Okay. Crumb took him aside to the edge of the forest and asked what was happening between him and Hermione. Harry said nothing and that Skeeter had been making things up. 
Crumb looked relieved, and they heard noise in the woods. Crouch stumbled out of the woods, looking dirty, unshaven, and bloody. But Crumb says this, like he's being protective or something. And Hermione and Crumb have gone on, like, wait, like, what, one date? And they've maybe talked twice? I mean, you still shouldn't cheat on somebody, even if they're in a one-date relationship. No, I know. I don't even, it's not even a relationship. They went on a date. They went to the Yule Ball. That's a one date. That doesn't mean you're date, you're, you're um, Okay, that, that's boyfriend. true, but I, that's, I, that's I true, but you still shouldn't cheat. I understand even then. Why, why he's upset, but like, I get it. I get it, Crumb, but maybe take her on a couple more dates. Cratch was talking to nobody, telling Percy to send letters to Maxim, Maxime and Kirkaroff. Harry told Crumb that he should get somebody, and Cratch said that he needed to see Dumbledore. Harry said that he would get him, and Crouch began talking normally again to a tree. Harry Crouch, be- he began talking normally again to a tree. Yeah. To- uh, yeah. Um, Harry tried to leave to tell Dumbledore, but Crouch grabbed him and forced him near him again. Uh, Harry told Crumb to keep him there, and then and and so, ran to Dumbledore's entrance. This is very confusing. So Harry tells Crumb, "You stay here with the madman. Yes. I'm gonna. I'm gonna." I'm gonna uh, bounce. Yes, I'll see you in a in a little while. I'm gonna, he's, he's gonna go get Dumbledore. Yeah, but then Crouch cr- cr- pulled him back, and then somehow now, and then <laughs> Harry leaves again, and then somehow like, now it's different. him, and he's like, okay, okay. Um, so he's going to see Dumbledore now. Yeah. Uh, the password. The password didn't work, and Snape asked what he was doing. Harry explained, and that, and. Uh, Snape denied him entry to Dumbledore when the entrance, but just then the entrance slid open and just Dumbledore then, stepped out. No coincidence. No coincidence. Well, actually, it was a coincidence. No, uh, we don't know it was a coincidence. Oh yeah, he could have yeah. he find just... technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way beyond the machinations of today. Yeah. Uh, Harry explained, and Dumbledore followed without with Harry telling Dumbledore that Crouch said things about warning Dumbledore, Bertha Jorkins, and Voldemort. They reached his sight and found Crumb, who was stunned. Dumbledore cast a spell to fix him, and, Cr- Cr- and Crumb said that Crouch attacked from behind. Why would he take his eyes off of him? I know, right? He was, he was going to look, he was looking around for Harry. Oh. He was like, Harry Potter, have you come Harry back? Potter. <laughs> um, Hag- Hagrid appeared with his crossbow and was told by Dumbledore to alert Cocker off and Moody. Just then, Moody walked up, and Hagrid left to get Kirkroff. Moody limped off into the forest to look for Crouch, and Hagrid turned with Kirkroff. Kirkroff accused Dumbledore of having Crumb attacked and putting Harry in the tournament. Hagrid pinned Kirkroff to a tree and demanded an apology when Dumbledore yelled at him to stop. Kirkroff fell from the tree unconscious. Oh, wow, okay. This is getting violent. Hagrid escorted Harry back to his common room. Last sentence. He clambered through the portrait hole into the common room and hurried straight for the corner where Ron and Hermione were sitting to tell them what had happened. So that is it for the chapter part of this episode. I feel like this one was really good. Like, we did a good job with this one. There are no movie gifts because this chapter is not in the movie, unfortunately, even though I wish the kitchens were in the movie. But imagine the terrifying CGI on a on a kitchen full of house elves. Like, okay, it was okay on Dobby, but imagine a room full of Dobbies. That would be scary. Yeah. Right, Ron? That'd be terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, before we end, I need to say something. Okay. This chapter was a chapter. Okay. We'll see you guys in a second. I love magic. Before we start today's analysis, I just wanted to let you guys all know that there are going to be some spoilers for the Harry Potter books and Fantastic Beasts movies in this part of the episode, so if you haven't 
watched those movies and read those books, you might want to come back to this when you have, and we'll see you then. All right, so now we got our Hogsmeade Journal. So um, just a quick reminder to make sure you watch the Return to Hogwarts Harry Potter special that is airing on HBO Max on New Year's because that's what we're discussing next week for our analysis. So we're going to be like reviewing it and giving our thoughts on it. So make sure you watch that so that you can keep up with us on New Year's. It'd be cool if you stayed up till 12 and watched it. I don't know if I'll do that, but I'm definitely going to watch it. And then also remember to watch the trailer for Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore, and let us know what you think about it and what your predictions are. Predictions are, And if you haven't listened to the last episode, we go, we like give our theories and predictions and go over the trailer and our analysis part. So make sure you listen to that too. And really quickly, they got some new Harry Potter Hogwarts House plushies at Universal Studios Orlando. So we're going to talk about them really quickly. Fun. Look at them. Look at the Hufflepuff. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Look at the Hufflepuff one. Isn't it cute? It's a boojer. It's a badger. No, it's a boojer. Isn't it cute? It's a bodger. Would you get this? Um, if you were Hufflepuff? Nope. I kind of want it. Okay, this is the Gryffindor one. Definitely not as good as the a- Hufflepuff one. It's just a, a lion. But the hair is kind of going everywhere. So I wouldn't it's get that. It's a bit wild. The no. Oh. Who would want who wants a raven? I want an eagle. Why can't we get the eagle? The eagle. Can we bring the eagle back? Doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, but the raven like no. And then we got Slytherin. So the this is just snake. a snake. I wouldn't. Daisy, no. yours is just a badger. Mine is so much better than everyone it's else's. It's a badger. It has a honey-colored nose. Okay. Look how cute it is. It's so Wait, look at it in comparison to the others. Go to the top. I want to see. It's a, it's a literally okay, the I best see what you one. Mean. It's the best I see one. What you mean. And the hair is shorter. It's just so cute. I see what you mean. Yeah, let us know which one you think is the best. And I'll link this website for you guys. So, I found this, like, meme, I guess. And it's kind of funny. And it's that Ron and, like, Harry are playing, like, Nintendos or something. Uh-huh. And Ron goes, Harry, these muggle games are so fun. And Harry's holding his Nintendo and also his wand is pointed at Ron for no reason. And he says, Ron, look, my Pokemon is evolving from Abba to Kadabra. And then a spell shoots out of Harry's wand and he just looks sad. So I'm assuming that it mistook Abba to Kadabra to Avada Kadabra. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Look how sad he looks. That's that's terrible he just killed ron i know i know it's sad but that's i don't know i thought that was kind of funny for our analysis today we are going into a 2021 wrap so we have some favorites questions harry potter favorites and then we have some harry potter would you rather and i picked the best ones so we're not going to do all the dumb ones we're doing only the best ones and this is just so that we can do this another year from now and see what like how our answers changed you know Mm -hmm. So why don't we talk about it? So favorite character, let's go. Who's your favorite character? Favorite character of all time. Also, our air conditioning just kicked on. So if that is loud, sorry. Hopefully we can get it turned off in a second. Friend George Weasley. Okay, and you need to discuss why. Okay, well, they're a duo. A duo, if you would call it that. I don't I don't they're, know who calls it a duo. They're a dynamic duo. They're <laughs> hilarious. They're ambitious, they're entrepreneurs, they're businessmen. They're, why do you keep saying it? Entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs. Okay, okay. Businessmen. Uh, they're they're funny, they're likable, and it's sad when they die. Okay, favorite character for me? 
Oh, I don't know. Fun, I don't know. Um, I, I normally say, I feel like it's definitely changed for me. I feel like my character is probably Dumbledore, but I don't want to change it too much, so we'll go with Gilderoy Lockhart. But Dumbledore is probably on the top five. Alright, character... Oh, wait, let me... I have to say why. Gilderoy, because he's fashionable. He has good taste in fashion. He likes clothes and fashion. He likes <laughs> clothes and fashion stuff. No, I, I think it's cool that he writes books. He's, he's very good at writing books. He didn't write, you know, like... Even though he took the ideas from people, he still wrote his own books, you know? And then he wrote Who Am I by Gilderoy Lockhart. That's great, you know? He writes books... I want to write a book eventually, so I can draw inspiration from Gilderoy. Fashion. And he's an amnesiac. Perfect. He's, he's very nice to Harry. I don't know. He's just an all-around great guy. Of course, sure. All-around. All-around. Okay. Killing and then scamming. All-around great guy. Character you are most like, and we're going to pick it for each other. Which character in the Wizarding World do you think of when you think of me? And which character do I think of you? Uh, this is gonna be difficult. Okay, you are gonna pull out like a Dolores Umbridge for me. No, no. I think of who do I think of? Ginny. Ginny? Why? Yeah, because I, I don't I know, this is the best I can do. Just because, <laughs> just because. No, say say why. Just because? No. <laughs> just because. What's the Slytherin girl that's always with with, <laughs> uh, with Malfoy? No, that's well, not no. It's still Slytherin girl. That's Fancy? always okay. That's the best I can do. Gonna... You should have taken Ginny. No, I'm taking Ginny. I'm taking Take Ginny. I'm taking Ginny. Okay. <laughs> For you, um, I'm trying to think of Lord Voldemort like... himself. <laughs> Tom Riddle. No, I'm just kidding. I'm gonna try to. I try to think of someone smart, but like maybe like Seamus. I think Seamus. Because I feel like Seamus is an all-around great guy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just like Gilderoy. I don't know. Maybe just Seamus, because you're just like, you're just like, just like Seamus, you know? <laughs> what is Seamus like? <laughs> There's nothing like particularly special. <laughs> no, nothing particularly special. About Seamus? Oh! No, oh. I, just, I just mean like he's your average guy. Oh, woe is me. He's your average guy, you know? Take Seamus and then take like the brains of Dumbledore and put them together. No wisdom, but brains. What? No wisdom. Wisdom is like giving advice to people. So I know what wisdom that. is. But like then merge the intelligence of Dumbledore and the normalness of Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> the normalness of Seamus. Yes. And I'm gonna merge that together into Vaughn. That's Vaughn. Alright, favorite Weasley. The twins. The but twins. don't pick the twins. The twins. Mine is Percy because I love him. Bill. Okay. Bill. Sorry, Charlie. Bill. Okay, stop. Sorry, Char so Charlie. <laughs> Charlie. Charlie. Okay. Most heartbreaking death. Fred George. No, oh, sorry, Fred. You can't pick that. It's Fred. Don't pick him. It's Fred. Don't Dobby. Fred. Dobby. Fred. Fred. I'd sacrifice a million others for Fred. Oh my god. I would. I would sacrifice Ron himself. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm going to go with Colin, but I don't cry over Colin. I cry over Colin. Or I cry, I don't cry over Colin. I cry over Colin. I don't cry over Colin. I cry over Dobby. They're both really sad. 
favorite or uh, favorite member of the Golden Trio and least favorite. Favorite Harry, least favorite Hermione, but I still like them all. Favorite Harry, uh, least favorite. Wait, no, favorite Hermione, least favorite Ron. Oh wow, okay. Favorite Marauder. Lupin. Lupin, I would say, I definitely like all of them except for Peter, and I think they're they're all like really cool, and they all are pretty they all have like very interesting character arcs because peter like you can make an argument that he's the you know best marauder i can make an argument for any of them how is peter the best marauder okay i can defend him i can't say he's the best but i can defend him defend him i can defend him by saying that like um first of all like his whole hogwarts years he was just being treated as basically the tag along like everything he did was just to help the other three guys and nothing he never got to like fully be embraced into their group because they just kind of accepted him rather than embracing him into being one of their best friends and and then he had to listen to basically everything they said so he's like the neville of the group and so at some point he realized like I think at some point he got involved with Death Eaters and was like, hey, I feel like I belong here because they care about him. And he has like a purpose with the Death Eaters. And I think that was intriguing for him. And that made him want to become a Death Eater too. Yeah. And then turn serious. And I think he was pressured by everyone else to turn the other guys in. So I think he's, that's my argument for him being a good person deep down. Opinion on Snape. And go into it. Like fully... Not as much as you would. Okay, well, I hope you guys uh, remember that there are spoilers. Daisy, please put in the spoiler warning because there are major spoilers. I will. Snape is a good guy. Okay. He may he may have been a little mean to Harry, but but he hasn't killed he he hasn't killed anybody good. He's always tried to save Harry from danger. True. True. He's helped. uh, He's he's against Dumbledore's plan to have Harry killed. Like a lamb for the slaughter. Yep. And yep. and when it comes down to it, he's just he's not a bad guy. He doesn't kill people. That's true, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. He's just a little hard on the the boy whose whose father stole his girlfriend. Yeah, and like some of the things okay, my my opinion goes along with Vaughn's. There are things where I think that Snape is a complete weirdo. Like I think it's weird that he sees Lily and Hermione and takes that out on Hermione. I think that's weird. I don't like that. Same with, like, I don't know why he's mean to Ron. Like They're just because... friends with Harry. Exactly. But I think the Hermione thing is because she reminds him of... Does it say that? No, but... Listen, yeah, but, so you don't but, know. But listen, listen. Lily was really good at potions. Hermione's pretty good at potions. Um, What else? No, no. No, he reminds... No. That's the truth deep down that... You don't know. I do know. It's not even specifically said. No. No. We're oh, going to go no. into that at a later time. Late, okay? At a later date. Okay. Depending on Dumbledore. I love Dumbledore. He's a good guy. Okay, I so I think... he was a bad guy, but I'm in love with him. So I've been thinking about it lately, and he is a good guy. And so I know he shouldn't have planned for Harry to get killed, but it is for the greater good. Yeah. It's either Harry or the whole entire wizarding world. Exactly. And I think that Dumbledore, sure, he made a lot of bad choices in his life, but I think that those are basically irrelevant when you compare them. When you stack up his bad decisions 
to his good decisions. His good decisions far outweigh the bad. And they just kind of cancel each other out. So he's a good guy. He makes a lot of good decisions to help a lot of good people. Favorite Harry Potter family? The Weasleys. Right? Or the Lupin. I don't know. I guess the Weasleys. Are you going to say like the Blacks? Like the regular, you know. The Bullstrodes. The Bullstrodes. <laughs> 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 the know. Parkinson's. No, in fact. Uh, the the No, the, the, Tom- the, no, the Thomases. Who's that? Dean Thomas? Oh, Dean Thomas. The, the Thomases. Okay. They're good. Nothing says they're bad. So that's no, Lee bad. Jordan. I feel like his, uh, the Jordans, I feel like his family would be really fun. His family probably is really fun. Probably very similar to the Weasleys, except for I bet his parents are comedians or something. Yeah. Okay, I'll go with that. I'll go with her Weasleys, so we like Jordans and the Weasleys probably hang out. Favorite common room? Which house? The Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff it just seems it's so it just seems cozy. homey, and there's like a punishment for if people try to trespass. Yeah, so you can rest safe knowing. Yeah, and I imagine it's just everyone in there is super nice. Like if you're having a bad day, it's fine. But it's also probably pretty easy to get in. You could just pick the wrong one until you actually get the right one, That's true. and you manage to get in. Favorite movie, Harry? Meaning, like, do you like Harry best in one, two, three, four, or five? I like him best in three. For me. He looks the most like Harry. He acts the most like Harry. I like him in Seven. Oh, really? Heroic Harry. His hair looks pretty close in Seven. How about Ron? Favorite Ron. I like Ron in Six. I like Ron in... Come on. Okay, I like Ron in Three. Okay, and then I like Hermione in probably four. I like Hermione in four. I like Hermione in five. Okay, so that is it for our favorite questions. Now we're going to move on to our would you rather. There's 11 of them. Wait, I don't I don't know. Someone numbered the, like, sheet that we're using. So it's yeah, fine. there's 11. There's, okay, all right. So would you rather be as big as Hagrid or as small as Flitwick? Big as Hagrid. I think big as Hagrid because then you can tower over people and be like, yes. But if you're small as Flitwick, you're like, no one notices you and people trip over you and like, you okay, know? okay. I imagine Flitwick is like unproportioned, like just short, like really short, like a gnome. Yeah, like that short. Br- would you rather have a broomstick or a flying car? Flying car. Broomstick. Broomstick, why? It's versatile, it's faster. It's okay. awesomer. Okay, but here's the thing. If you have a flying cart, you can travel with the whole fam, a bunch of friends. You can bring luggage with you. You can scare tiny children with the broomstick and act like you're a witch on Halloween. Here's the... <laughs> That's actually kind of funny. Okay, well, hold on. What if you're new and you get all your friends into your suitcase and you take the what? suitcase on a flying ride and you just, you just yeah. bring it? Or you could just... Take the suitcase and drop it in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. You could do that, but I feel... <laughs> and it starts flooding. Oh my gosh, that's terrifying. Would you rather be a werewolf or be a ghost? Ooh. A werewolf? Because they have that potion, the wolf's mane. And being a ghost would be like an eternity of punishment. I, I'd be a werewolf. Would you rather drink butter beer or eat chocolate frogs? Chocolate, chocolate frogs. frogs. Butterbeer is disgusting. Butterbeer is good, but chocolate frogs. Would I mean, actually, rather... chocolate frogs oh. are hard to eat. <laughs> Butterbeer. Yeah. 
Would you rather have a time turner or Felix Felicis? Felix Felicis? Yeah, for sure. Because then, like, if you really want something good to happen, you just drink the whole thing. Mom, can I have a PS5? <laughs> can I have a PS5 in five minutes? And Sure. Durmstrang or Bo Batons? Where would you rather go? Durmstrang. Wait, Why? no, I actually wouldn't rather go to Durmstrang, Bo Batons. Bo Batons for me, too. I like their uniforms, and it just seems better because it's French. Would you rather take care of Fluffy or take care of Aragog? Fluffy. Yeah, Fluffy. Aragog seems scary. If Fluffy was if Fluffy was like good to the person taking care of her, then it'd be nice to be around them. Exactly, yeah. And Aragog's so just scary. Except for every single dog head would be trying to get your attention. So I know. you'd have to pet all three at once somehow. How how would you do that? I don't know. Would you rather have an invisibility cloak or a Marauder's map? Marauder's, Marauder's map. Invisibility cloak. Ooh, actually, wait, I'm starting to second guess. Like, what if I had my invisibility cloak and I just snuck into Disneyland? Okay, so picture, okay, um, picture that scene from Stranger Things, like, season two or three. And, like, you're in the hospital and there's, like, the Demogorgons going around the hospital. Yeah. And you need to escape. Would you rather have the invisibility cloak or the Marauder's Map? Oh. They, like, in that scene, they basically have the Marauder's Map. Because they have the guy on the cameras telling them, but the invisibility cloak would be better. But the no, the Marauder's map would be better because no, because if you had it the could inv- smell you. The Marauder's map is like it goes like in the closet. Can, but the Marauder's map is like you can completely one hundred percent avoid it. The guy goes. The guy goes in the closet, he, and they they, they would have smelled him then. Still. That's true. I would still rather have the Marauder's map. Because then you can, like, completely would, avoid it. I would rather have... A, or maybe the invisibility cloak. I don't know. I'm just so cloak. scared. I don't know. I'll go invisibility cloak. Would you rather have your fu- future told by Trelawney or see your past in the pencil? Okay. Trelawney's absolute garbage at this stuff. So Trelawney! Your, but I would be embarrassed I'd see, by I'd my see, past. I'd see my past. What if it shows you the most embarrassing moment why would, of your why, life? Why would you choose the most embarrassing moment of your life? See, I would see my past. Like, your happiest moments or something? Yeah. I want my future told by Trelawney baby all right would you rather have a halloween feast or a christmas feast christmas, christmas feast christmas feast is so much better would you rather dual dumbledore or dual voldemort okay these would both be epic battles epic dual voldemort you get a lot more fame you think so okay i was de- i was also going to say voldemort but for different reasons i think voldemort because dumbledore would demolish you like he would annihilate you you would die voldemort you could take him I mean, I believe in all of you. You could take Voldemort. Dumbledore is way better than Voldemort. He beat Voldemort. They did. They, it was really a draw. I still think Dumbledore is better. I would rather beat Voldemort. Because then also, it'd probably end up with one of them dying. And I don't want Dumbledore to die. Even though he does anyway. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to go Voldemort. Is that, that it for you, Vaughn? Yeah. All right, guys. So that is it for today's 2021 wrapped analysis. I It's been a good year, huh, Vaughn? It has. We got to go back to school this year. We got a lot of Harry Potter content for our podcast. What's your biggest Harry Potter-related hope and goal for this next year? Well, my biggest hope is to... Come on. What is my biggest hope? I don't know. Wait, like, like Harry Potter related in like what sense? For like, a podcast? 
I don't really care. As long <laughs> as it's related to Harry Potter. I don't I don't know then. Like for me, I'm gonna say that my biggest hope is that we can go back to Universal Studios maybe once. That'd be nice. Yeah. Or my, my second big or no, my probably biggest hope is actually that we can go to the midnight release of The Secrets of Dumbledore. We'll still have to figure that out. Like, are we gonna get home and immediately record so we can keep everything fresh in our mind? Because it'll be early in the morning when we have school the next day. Would we? Probably not. When would the midnight release be? At midnight? No, I mean, like, what day? On a Wednesday night. Oh, jeez. So we would have school the next day, unfortunately. Unless we miss school. No. (laughs) Okay. I can't can't miss school. My my teacher would. Would flip out, yeah. No, my, my teacher isn't the greatest. I'm just looking at one teacher. Yeah. Looking at you, you know who you are. <laughs> if you're listening. Okay, so that is it for today's 2021 wrapped, like I already said. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks for sticking with us for the year. It's been great, guys. We we've really enjoyed doing this podcast for y'all. You can email us at insidehogwartspod at gmail.com to let us know all of your thoughts on today's episode and tell us like your Harry Potter hopes for this new year. Like, are you gonna try to reread the series? Are you gonna try to do a movie rewatch? I'm doing a Harry Potter reread this year, okay, Vaughn? Well, again? I didn't do it last year. I didn't do it this year. And I feel like I should do one. I'm going to do it this year. I promise. You still have a few days. (laughs) I don't have time for that. And um, check out our website, insidehogwarts.com. It hasn't been updated in a, a very long time. But I'm going to update it soon. I promise. Promise. And that is it. So thank you guys so much for listening. You guys are great. Um, And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check back every Tuesday for another episode of